Once again, this is Darren Starwin, and I'm with my buddy Dan, and we're presenting the next installment of We Straddle. Hey, and everybody. Yeah. You know, we're in this very sacred time leading up to the winter solstice, where there's people all over the world, there are a lot of uh, spiritual groups, many indigenous people and elders who are saying that this is a tremendous point of choice and transformation, even more than the typical winter solstice that happens most years. And there's some very heavy duty um, astrological configurations taking place. And people are feeling so many things and so much transformation. And a lot of it is new to us, like new circuitry being built inside of us and our nervous systems and our subtle energy systems and in our minds and our belief systems and so much. And I'll say that um, even discussing the topic for today's um, talk, Dan and I had a little bit of friction, like to even decide to even do this subject. So to me, that shows there's some juice in it. <laughs> but he, he, I'm glad he agreed to enter in. And the subject for today is about the trustworthiness or untrustworthiness of the media. I mean, this is such a hot, intense topic. And, you know, basically, we straddle is is the name of our podcast and it's about these polarized positions that so many people in the spiritual communities have found themselves in including and the reason we um, have gotten into this is so many people we personally know and are friends with and are close with have been very polarized in the spiritual communities that we're in and dan and i have both made a lot of effort to maintain our friendships with people that have other viewpoints and with a lot of success, I feel, but it's, it's taken work. So we're gonna unpack as much as we can around this subject. And I'm, I could say Dan and I are not on the same page apparently about some of these things, but we're, we're good friends and we're willing to dialogue, which I think is, and, I, and before we go in, I wanna recommend a movie to anybody who hasn't seen this movie yet. It's called Best of Enemies. And I know I recommend it to you, Dan, I don't know if you ever saw it, but. It's a movie I saw in an airplane, like one of those grade B movies you see when you're on a flight. And it is so relevant to what we are going through now because it's a true story of a small town in the American South where there is a lot of um, racial segregation and um, racism going on. The Ku Klux Klan was very strong in this town. And um, at one time, some organizer came down from Washington, D.C., a black man, as a matter of fact, to set up these a series of talks in a, in a school auditorium between the two sides, between the white supremacy, Ku Klux Klan friendly people, and then uh, the, the black community. And over months, they had these dialogues. And I, I won't spoil for you what happens, but it's, a, it's so relevant that I feel what we could be doing more of in this country. So hopefully we'll do a little bit of that today. Yes, so, yes. Yes, uh, narratives and uh, and the framing of, of of opinion and beliefs and outlook. Yeah, Darren and I are going to going to wrangle with with this topic that is uh, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And so maybe just to sort of lay a piece of groundwork here as we step into this is my. Uh, approach to it is is that generally we're looking at um, 
there tends to be two camps. Uh, and, uh, you know, one you could call sort of more mainstream, but because Darren and I tend to come from more of the progressive end of the political spectrum, that I know I consume a lot of progressive media and that that's part of my heritage, it's part of my sort of way I look at the world. But then there's also something that has been developing over the course of you know last decade or two, uh, primarily on the internet, and, and that it's found within the conspirituality circles. And these are um, sort of alternative media sources that are not you know, connected to corporate media, um, they're not mainstream media, um, and they tend to, you know, have a, a lot of sort of populist voices that are expressing opinions uh, that tend to be like edgy, you know, and they're pushing the edge on the on on the consensus reality, and um, so so there tends there 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 can be some interesting dynamics going on between these two camps. Interesting is a good word, yes. <laughs> you know, what brought this up for me, the desire to tackle this topic, is that I was with um, a good friend uh, a couple of nights ago, a very sweet lady that I'm, I'm you know, very good friends with, and we get together, and she's you know, very, you know, very spiritually aware, and you know, we just have a great connection. And I mentioned something about about the, this thing going on with Trump contesting the results of the election, even though, and I was saying, you know, this, is, this seems so crazy to me that, that even, um, you know, he's been, his people have been to all these courts all over the swing states, including the Supreme Court now, and presenting whatever they consider to be evidence, and every single judge has just laughed them out of the court saying there's no evidence here, there's no real evidence. And so, and even with the Supreme Court, where you know he's appointed three people, they wouldn't even see the case. So, so I was saying, when there's really no evidence, what can we anybody base this belief on that he really won by a landslide and this election was stolen from him? And her answer was very interesting to me. She said, "Well, you can't believe anything you hear in those media's. I mean, that they say that there was no evidence. All of that could be completely fake. Any, all of that. I don't believe anything that they tell me." So I was just taken aback, like, whoa. Um, I mean, it's one thing to have a difference of opinion, but when you don't even agree on the basic foundational like, facts of the matter, in other words, I, I take it on faith that, yes, that there is a person called President Trump. He does have things called lawyers. He did bring lawsuits to challenge the legitimacy of the election in many states, and that each and every one of the judges um, you know, found against him. I, I take that as a set of facts, but she would, she didn't even believe that. Like, you know, that could all just be made up. So it, it gave me this funny feeling like, well, here's somebody who I'm close with, who's a good friend, that even with somebody like that, it's just a total non-starter to even have a discussion. I mean, it's the end of discussion. You can't, you can't have a debate about it because we don't even agree that the most basic facts happened. So, you know, like, again, we want to, present how we like what could be a rational conscious way to deal with this situation because i certainly do not trust um everything the mainstream media says i i take a lot of it with a grain of salt going way back to like you know when president kennedy was murdered in 1963 i mean I, i've been questioning the media all my life 
so to go from that to like, it's all wrong and there's nothing you can trust at all is like such an extreme jump that I kind of like was flabbergasted. So I, I think Dan and I would like to talk about how we could see people who have these reservations about the media and the alt media, which is presenting a different view, how we can find some kind of common ground to even have a discussion. Yeah, this is big, Darren. This is a big one. And if at all possible, if there is a forum for, you know, having that conversation in a way that doesn't just end in black and white, because if it's black and white, it tends to uh, uh, indicate that there's black and white thinking. Uh, and I think Darren and I are kind of advocating for hmm, nuance and, uh, and the ability to, to uh, juggle varieties of, of understandings of things. Okay, so Darren, you're saying that really there's, there's basic bottom line facts that are sort of fundamental in being able to assess what the legitimacy of information that is that is out there and and I I think um, that's a really big question and I you know I tend to agree with you and um, I think you know Trump certainly has sort of pushed the edge on uh, reality and and uh, there was an amazing article in the Atlantic um, that was that was just looking at how insane um, the legal arguments are a new reality. This, this lawyer who's been involved in the legal profession for so many years has just said she's never seen anything like this in terms of um, otherworldly uh, orientation that just is, is so offensive. Um, but I think that we, like, here we are, like, this is, I think, that what I was saying before we started, Darren, is, is that by, 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 by sort of entrenching ourselves in like, oh my gosh, look at how bad this is, that we're feeding the problem that, that there is, so uh, that, that it's, it's, it's contributing to the polarization. And it's not that we have to abandon our point of view. It's that what is, also being shared within sort of more fringe media outlets that is really important. And how do, how do we bring what critical thinking, discernment ability uh, into issues that, uh, that can maintain a certain a degree of credibility that is part of, 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 of helping mainstream and, and the consensus reality to see outside of its own blind spots. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, I think that the, I'm feeling there's two different areas in the subject. Like one of them is how do we make sense of these, there's these very different perspectives and viewpoints, mm -hmm. which have traditionally in America been summed up as, you know, the, the conservative side and the liberal side, okay? And throughout cultures all over the world, you know, politically there's those two basic poles, whether it's in Israel or Germany or whatever it is. There's, so there's, so there's, a, there's are just different perspectives on life and on money and on responsibility and how things are run. And that's part of what 
you know, so, but I, I grew up thinking that people look at the facts and they have different opinions about it. So I guess it, a big discussion here is, is there actually a thing called a fact that just has an okay. objective mm -hmm. existence okay. that's not based on somebody's emotional feeling about it or how mm -hmm. it, you know, what cultural background. Like for instance, I, I, was, I was trying to think of the analogy. Let's say somebody discussing a baseball game. So you could say, you know, that pitcher threw it. He should have thrown it to right field. And instead he threw it to the, you know, over to the first base. And that was a mess. Sure. And they'll say, no, no, no. I think he should have. Mm -hmm. Like that's a legitimate difference of opinion. What if those people said, I don't even believe there was even really a baseball game. I think you're just making, I think that's fake. I don't even believe that picture was even standing there. I think a different picture was there. And now they go, what are you talking about? I, yeah. He was right there. Well, how do you know he was right? I mean, right, right. It, it almost seems to be to that degree of absurdity where, mm -hmm. you, know, t you know, people can sit in sports bars and argue about, you know, they love to talk about, you know, what they should have done and which coach, you know, the coach should have done. But if they wouldn't even agree that there was a game going on, or they wouldn't even agree that there were certain people with certain names in the, in the, on the field at that time, it would just end any form of discussion. And, and that's the extremity that I feel is going on in a lot of this. Yeah. I, and I feel like that's where, like I think having differences of opinions, even extreme differences, even violent differences, there's ways to reconcile that. There's human processes about reconciling and finding common ground. But when, one or both sides says there's no facts or every fact you claim is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's very scary to me. I mean, that's a very dangerous trend where it, it ends, yeah. it ends any sort of like rationality or, or higher cerebral function in our brain. And we just are in the reptilian brain. That's all feeling, all emotion, you know, all, all like, it's all about what I feel and what triggers my emotions rather than. And so that's what yeah, I, this is. Yeah. But this is, we're losing the other side. It's, 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 there's something going on. So this is where I feel like it's um, uh, for the purposes of our work with the, with the, with, with, within the communities of spirituality yeah. that, um, that if we can set aside Trump and the political uh, circus that's going on right now around everything and um, step back from, from that, and, and look at a little bit more of the bigger picture of, of these, in a sense, these two camps, if, if you will. There's a, there's a lot of variation. And uh, sometimes I feel like we're contributing to the polarization by talking about it in this way so much, but it is real. Um, and so, um, so Trump aside, um, I think that people, um, so for example, uh, People who are in the um, alt media uh, perspective, people who tend to consume more alt media and okay. who are really rejecting mainstream media, that I think, um, number one, um, they are very much pointing out the bias that's happening within mainstream media and, uh, and that, you know, the corporate owned uh, agenda that it can have, you know, have a subtle... Um, influence in manipulating uh, consensus reality. So there's that's you know, sort of one aspect. And number two is, is that I think that they're pointing out, and we are pointing out, that there is um, kind of a, uh, th th there's a, there, there are things going on behind the scenes 
that are being whitewashed by mainstream media and are being blurred out and ignored and denied. And, um, and, and this is this, the whole you know, conspiracy, quote unquote, that that's, it gets pushed over into conspiracy land. And, um, and so when you're talking about facts, you know, um, I mean, we could go to any, you know, what did 9-11 towers fall because planes, like did the Pentagon get hit by a plane? Did, you know, was the 9-11 orchestrated by bin Laden in a cave in Afghanistan? I mean, that is like getting to the jugular of conspiracy theory. That is so controversial. And, um, and, and, and actually, you know, facts are really the, the, like, whoa, how did those towers fall into their own footprint? You know, just because they got hit by an airplane up in the 120th floor or whatever it was. Um, absolutely impossible when it comes to the science because of these, um, yeah. you know, uh, you know it's the, this, this incredible uh, consortium of architects and engineers came together all you know, very well rep reputable, said this is impossible. So they're coming out with another point of view that is pointing out facts that are not absolutely not seen in mainstream media. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's a good example. To take that as an example, okay. the fact that I feel is uncontrovertible is those two towers did fall down okay. on that date. Yep. So, okay, see, so this is, this is, this is a good discussion because... <laughs> Those people in the alt media world that question a lot of the biases of mainstream mm -hmm. media or say they're leaving things out or mm -hmm. I agree with them. You see, I'm on the yeah. same page as them. All right. In other words, I, I, I want to make this really, this is a really important distinction. I okay. feel a, a very important is that, you know, there, that yes, medias can bias things by selectively reporting some things and not other things. They can color things by the wording they use. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many ways that they can bias things. But what I'm really objecting to is when people go to the extreme and say, there's no facts whatsoever in it. Because, because okay, mm -hmm. I think there's the yes. fact that the World Trade Centers did fall down mm -hmm. and that many people were killed when that happened. Mm -hmm. the, the, the controversial part is why did it happen or how mm -hmm. did it happen? Yes, I think that distinction is what we okay. need more of. So, okay. so let's say, let's say, right for on. instance, in this thing recently, the discussion I had with my friend, you know, mm -hmm. I was talking about. She has every right to think that um, that that there could have been, you know, by, you know, maybe there was some kind of secret conspiracy on the voting machines to take away votes from Trump and give them to Biden. Like that is a, that's a, that's a, to me, a legitimate opinion. I mean, I don't agree with it, but let's say that's, that's possible. But to say that, but let's say to me in the realm of facts, like the world trade centers actually fell would be the fact that there were lawyers for Trump that went into court and they were thrown out because of lack of evidence yes. by judges yes. who were appointed yes. by Trump himself. And that, and that, to me, that's the fact part. And I think questioning even that is what I'm objecting to. I'm not, I, I'm not at all objecting to having the right to question all these other things that we don't know for sure. Do you see the difference? Yeah, I'm trying to say. I do, and I, but I think that um, the problem is, is that uh, when when you um, bring it to people's attention that there's a, 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 a um, like a lack of critical thinking with regards to facts is 
that there are so many different dimensions to this, to why people choose the media and the narratives that they choose. And, um, uh, and, and I mean, I, 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 I hear you and I, I agree that um, there's some crazy things going on out there and, um, and critical thinking is absolutely a, uh, you know, a quality that is, is really so necessary. But I mean, I was recently accused of having a, a lack of critical thinking because of my political bias. Um, and so there's, there's the subjective point of view that, that is so huge. And how do we, how do we work to, um, wow, I don't know. I, I, this, this, again, this is another topic we keep we keep hitting the big topics that we could spend you know a yeah. number of shows on and we are coming to the end of our show here and we as usual just scratch the surface and um but it's it's good these are these are good important topics well i mean one last thing i want to say is okay. this, something i feel very deeply about and that's that mm -hmm. when when some when some parties create such an outrageous amount of falsity and hyperbole, then there's a tendency for people that are trying to be more rational to have to kind of move the goalposts closer to them in order to find a middle ground. Mm -hmm. And I sense that we are having some issues with that. Like, like I'm, I'm using Nazi Germany as an example. Like when Hitler started you know, creating concentration camps, and they started murdering millions of Jews and gypsies and gay people and all that. Yeah. It, I'm sure a lot of one reason a lot of very rational, good, you know, formerly decent Germans supported that is because they thought, well, if I hold this, now I'm an extremist to say it's wrong to have concentration. So I got to kind of, you know, come a little closer to that. So I don't get persecuted myself or so I'm more accepted by my yeah. peers. Yeah. And to me, that's a very slippery slope. And I'm going to go on record, I'm popular or not, whether people like it or not, mm -hmm. whether you stop working with me, Dan, with this podcast, I'm going to say that I believe mm -hmm. there's some things that are plain yeah. wrong yeah. and that moving and trying to compromise and find a new middle ground okay. to those things that are wrong is, yes. is a wrong thing okay. to do that I don't support. And yeah. so when people absolutely yeah. lie about basic yeah. facts that are not yeah. opinion, just facts that a judge went, you know, ruled a certain way or that, um, you know, uh, something like that. I don't, you know, I, I, I respect that person's right to have their opinions, their subjective views, their emotional, you know, to, but to actually start denying facts themselves is a, is a slope that I will not support. And I don't think there's any middle ground to compromising with that. And yet I admit that to even know which things are the real facts and which aren't is can be very bewildering. And I don't have all the answers. So, you know, you're right. It's a huge topic and, you know, we've just kind of opened the can of worms a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And we want to have room for our own strong opinions. I mean, yeah. it's important. And uh, so, okay. Um, we'll, we'll let that be the final word. And, well, thank uh, you for entering <laughs> into it, even though yeah. you were kind of reluctant. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Yep. So good. All right. Well, thanks everybody for, uh, thanks, for jumping everybody. on board here and uh, join us next time for another issue of We Straddle. We'll be back. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.